Hi, I'm Alois Pujira and you're listening to the CFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Friday evening and we're ready to go. Are you ready for the weekend? More pertinent question is probably Is the weekend ready for you? It's going to be a good one The team is here to get the weekend or started uh, Off to the start that you absolutely deserve They are Alos Bunjira, Mike Madoda, Chris Meadzi Our producer Sean Tafirenika My name is Barry Manandi On the show tonight on the home front The Castle Lager Premier Soccer League swings into match day 13 The news coming from Ulayo Is that a flu bug has hit the Highlanders camp Ahead of their crunch match against Chicken Inn At Barberfields on Sunday In it National Sports News, we will catch up with the Super Rugby Pacific action uh, where the Blues uh, survived a late fight back from the Western Force uh, to claim a 22-18 win at HBF Park this afternoon. In the IPL, Delhi Capital skipper Rishabh Pant has been blasted on Twitter for not completing Kuldab Yadav's uh, full quota against Kolkata Knight Riders uh, despite the Capitals registering a four-wicket victory at the Wankhede Stadium in Mumbai last night. We'll also have the beautiful game in the second half of the show. Kickoff is in England where two of the Premier League's informed sides kick off the next round of fixtures in tomorrow's lunchtime kickoff which is at St. James's Park which will see the Magpies, Newcastle United uh, playing host to Liverpool. In Spain, Real Madrid will welcome Espanyol to Santiago Bernabéu tomorrow afternoon knowing that a point will be enough to win the La Liga title with four matches to spare. And over in Italy, Milan host La Viola Fiorentina on Sunday knowing that the destiny of the Serie A crown is in their hands after a howler from reserve goalkeeper Inyo Radu left Internationale's title defence hanging by a thread. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. All right, you can get in touch with us at ZFM Sport on social media. Our WhatsApp number is 0731-168-045. That's 0731-168-045. Don't forget the show is available as a podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for ZFM Sport. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button. We're talking the top tier of domestic football. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. 
All right, a quick update of uh, this afternoon's results from the National Sports Stadium where Yada was entertaining Triangle. That one petering out uh, to a one-all draw. So Yada, come, uh, Triangle coming to the capital city and leaving with a, a point. But the big news is the big game in Wulawai where a flu bug has hit the Highlanders camp ahead of their Crunch Castle Lager Premier Soccer League tie against Chicken in a Barberfield Stadium on Sunday. Highlanders coach Mandla Lulumpofu was quick to allay fears of COVID 19 saying they've been advised by their medical team that it's only a flu bug and they have also been necessary precautions which include taking injections to fight off the bug i can tell you that Silla was uh, completely out on uh, on, uh, on, uh, on on thursday on, on thursday complete out complete out and they uh, Wednesday, Thursday, you rested. Or Friday was uh, back on his feet, hundred percent. These things happen, but it's not a strategy. Stanley, he, he played uh, sixty minutes, I think, uh, in uh, Shabal. I think Ricky was there sixty minutes. I think he has been. Yes, he, he has not been into training since that day. I'm expecting him today. I'll, I'll, I'll just uh, advise Chigenin to prepare even better because uh, we have created a hostile environment above the stadium. It's not going to be easy. We they will feel the hit if uh, if, if, if 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 they are saying they, they want to win uh, uh, this year championship, they they need to be their best on Sunday because we are not giving them any chance. See. <laughs> Not giving them any chance. What a delightful pre-match interview by Mandla Lulu Mpofu. And uh, advice to his uh, opposite number, Joey Antipas, saying, listen, if you have any designs on the championship, my friend, you're going to have to uh, beat us and beat us well because we've prepared something. And uh, look out for it at Barber Fields on Sunday. Yeah, it's, it's quite exciting. You know, I like uh, I like comments like that. You know, I like uh, I like uh, uh, coaches to poke each other. You know, it it it, it brews. You know, it, it actually brews an appetizing uh, encounter. It actually prepares fans for a, for a good show. Sometimes when you have a situation like that, you, you go to watch the match looking for fireworks after the coaches have done that. But uh, having said that, I think uh, he also uh, t- uh, saying that they are spoilers. You know, he is actually confirming that uh, this time around, if you want to win the championship, basically he is telling us that Chicken are our championship favorites no, as well. Right, right. Yes, and they are spoilers. So if they want to win the league, they have to beat Islanders because Islanders are going to be spoilers. So it's quite interesting to actually watch watch a game with coaches uh, sparring like that. Of, of, of key concern, of course, uh, for the preparations of Highlanders, uh, Chris, is that uh, this this flu bug that's been uh, mm. reported within their camp, uh, that, uh, listen, whether related or not uh, to the tear smoke that was uh, uh, dispersed at uh, Mandava Stadium, uh, bottom line is that he hasn't had a full squad to train with and that's not ideal preparation. Not ideal preparation at all. It's incredibly problematic especially if he's coming up against a chicken inside that he feels are definitely title contenders. I think when you take a look at this Highlander side at the moment, like you said, um, a number of players um, unable to train there. When you take a look at um, that midfield, Ngobizita Masuku and Standing Gala as well up front, um, they started training yesterday but they're still being monitored in terms of their program of that flu, not flu, whatever it is. And also when what's of concern for me coming up against a side like uh, Chicken In is that centre-back pairing that's been so solid for Highlanders, Andrew Tandy and Peter Mudua, that's been ruled out for this particular game. Um, 
after a dislocated shoulder um, for Peter Mudua. So for me, centre-back pairing, not no full squad. It's looking a little bit shaky for Highland. Indeed, uh, that uh, dislocated shoulder for Andrew Tandy. Uh, and now Peter Mudua will need to uh, line up against uh, uh, with a centre-back uh, who is a new partner in uh, the heart of I, that. I don't think it will be necessarily a new partner. Mm. Uh, Andrew Mbeba is going to step in today step quite easily. comfortably. Uh, remember, he's uh, partnered uh, Peter Mdua for uh, the longest time with Andrew Tandy breaking through right. uh, to be the uh, first choice centre-back. Uh, so uh, I don't think that's going to be uh, necessarily a problematic area for Highlanders because uh, we have seen what uh, Andrew Mbeba can do. He's well-experienced and well-capable uh, uh, when he comes to, to playing as a centre-back, especially alongside uh, Peter Mdua. Absolutely. And uh, looking at Chicken Inn themselves, uh, Chicken Inn has been uh, almost flying. Uh, the, the results haven't been coming lately, uh, but uh, they, they uh, will need to pick their, their or at least tie their bootlaces, Mike, uh, to ensure that they get a result out of uh, Barberfields. Uh, Mandla Lulumpofu actually right when he says that Barberfields has become a little bit hostile. Well, I think he's saying all those things uh, to get a rise out of the fans. Uh, I think uh, if uh, Soweto can be at its loud and aggressive best, um, Pankwini as well, uh, M. Pankwini as well, if he can, they can fill up that, uh, then perhaps they can sort of like narrow the gap uh, between themselves and Chicken Inn. Chicken Inn certainly has an edge over Highlanders in recent seasons. Chicken Inn has had uh, the wood over Highlanders. Uh, they've done well versus Highlanders. They've won uh, almost every match they've played against Highlanders. So they go in there psychologically with an edge against mm-hmm. Highlanders, knowing that, you know what, they can beat Highlanders. So what you're trying to get uh, from Mandla Lulumpofu is to, to hype up the crowd, try and make it uh, a very hostile, man, uh, get the 12th man on their side, and then hope that he can get his team to play some scintillating football. I think the start is important for Highlanders. If they can get uh, on the ball quickly, if they can play some front football, uh, if they can compete in the challenges, because what we know classically uh, from Chicken Inn is that uh, they're going to press you, they're going to harry you, uh, they're going to make you, uh, they're going to push you back defensively. They're always set up very well. Uh, and if Highlanders uh, can sort of like break through uh, those defensive lines uh, very early on and create some goal-scoring uh, opportunities, which will obviously get the fans up on their feet, then we can start talking about something. But uh, I think uh, Joey Antipas will be quietly confident that he's got a side that can do the business against Highlanders. Yeah, Highlanders themselves have uh, turned themselves into not-so-shrinking uh, violets because they, they, they don't shirk a challenge. Uh, we used to associate that, associate that a lot with their uh, defensive line, your, your Peter Mduas, your, your uh, Andrew Mbebas. Uh, but now, across the field, you've got players who are able to, to, to stick in a challenge and be able to uh, stand their ground, as it were. And with a chicken inside that is flying, that's got Brett Amidu in good form, Brian Musa scoring for fun, uh, two goals off the top goal, goal scorer's uh, uh, chart. Um, it's a chicken inside that's going to be formidable. So you can understand why Mike is saying uh, Mandla wants the 12th man. Yeah, they definitely they need they need the 12th man because when you look at the the, the two teams, you can actually uh, agree that uh, Chigenin are stronger. They are stronger side, and obviously they are still they are above uh, Highlanders uh, on the log as well. But uh, what what we know is that the the 12th man is always in favor of Highlanders, and uh, you can know, you can never discount the fans. Like Mike said, they need a good start. Mm. Once they've got a good start, the fans are behind them. Then it's gonna be advantage Highlanders. Because let's be honest, they are not a bad side. No, Highlanders no. they have got a side. 
side that can actually challenge for the championship. They just haven't clicked, yeah. but they've got a very good side. So once they click on that day with the fans behind them, I'm sure that is going to be very difficult for Chigeni. Yeah, Ireland is definitely better than their tw- 10th place in the league Much seems better. to indicate uh, with the 14 points that they've amassed from the 12 games that they've played. Of course, Chigeni is sitting top of the tree uh, to get uh, level on points with uh, Dynamo's 26 points, but Dynamo's, of course, with that uh, superior goal difference. So they are uh, outright uh, top of the league. Uh, yeah, I want predictions from you guys before we discuss uh, the race for the golden boot. And I'll start with you, Chris. Um, whew, tricky one. Um, but I'm going to go with the win for Chicken in 2-1. 2-1 to Chicken in. Yeah, Chicken in's got goals, yeah. I'm actually going the other way around. 2-1 to Ireland. Okay, all right. <laughs> Mikey? Uh, I'm going with a one-all draw. One-all draw. I am going to agree with you. That has been the scoreline that I've had pretty much all day. And I think I'm going to stick to it. I think that uh, this one's going to peter out into a one-all draw. Just looking at the uh, top goal scorer, scorer's charts, uh, uh, William Manondo uh, of Caps United. Uh, Caps United supposedly struggling. Mm, but <laughs> but William Manondo absolutely flying, Mike. He's sitting on nine goals and yeah. he's doing himself a power of good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, together with Rodwa Chiengete as well, was discarded at FC Platinum. Yes. Uh, he scored five goals. So in a attack. Uh, Caps United have got two players who are bang on form. Uh, nice to see as well, uh, Manika Diamonds. They've got goals in them. I mean, free scoring side. And uh, we watched them against Dynamos. Didn't manage to score against Dynamos, uh, but we saw why uh, they're scoring as many goals uh, that they are. I mean, if they come up against some of the lesser sides, they're going to put them to the sword easily. Nyasha uh, Tito Chintuli has got nine goals, as many as William Manondo uh, at the top of the standings. And of course, uh, they've also got another free scoring player in Lloyd uh, Katongamara, who has scored uh, five goals. So, uh, good going there for Manika Diamonds. Tichawana Mavura as well. Remember him? Uh, had a stint with Ngezi Platinum Stars. Had a stint with Dynamos as well. He's also cut, chipped in with about four goals. So, they've got goals in the front line. And uh, that's impressive for one of the sides that very few people uh, were talking about uh, before the start of the season. It certainly is impressive for that side. Manika Diamonds, they're doing themselves a world of good as are Triangle who are there or thereabouts. They played this afternoon and just to remind you, they uh, finished with a one draw against Yada at the National Sports Stadium. Your fixtures in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League this weekend. Tomorrow, Herentals host FC Platinum at the National Sports Stadium. Black Rhinos take on 10X at Sakuva. While Blaio City take on Blaio Chiefs uh, at Barber Fields, another Blaio derby. It's going to be absolutely a feast of football in the second city uh, this weekend uh, because uh, with City taking on Chiefs on Saturday and Highlanders versus Chicken Inn on Sunday, it's going to be absolutely, potentially, Entertaining. Uh, on Saturday, still, Ngezi Platinum Stars entertain Harare City at the Baobab, while Wawa will take on Dynamos at Ascot in Gueru. On Sunday, as we said, at Barberfield, Highlanders, Chicken Inn. While Manika Diamonds will be entertaining ZPC Kariba at uh, Sarkova, and Caps United will take on Cranbourne Bullets. That match is at the National Sports Stadium. Let's give you a local sports news roundup uh, before we talk rugby, and that is Super Rugby Pacific as well as the IPL. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my tourist super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Let's give you a local sports news wrap, starting off with some basketball news, where the Basketball Union of Zimbabwe has secured two venues for the 2022 National Club Championships that get underway in Bulawayo this evening. Kanyisile Sports Centre and Evelyn High School will be the venues for the four-day basketball fiesta. Defending champions, the Mercenaries, Foxes, JBC, Raiders and UZ Stars will be competing in the men's category with defending champions, Hornets, Vixens, Raiders, JBC and UZ Sparks playing in the women's division. 
In athletics news, the National Athletics Association of Zimbabwe Junior Championships scheduled for this weekend in Harare are expected to serve several purposes as the athletes prepare for various competitions lined up for the year. The competition titled NAAZ Gift Chigwere Junior Track and Field Championships will be held at the National Sports Stadium tomorrow and Sunday. National coach for youth and junior teams Briad Nubu said they would want to gauge the progress athletes have made since the start of the season, taking into account upcoming international competitions. Pretty sure with martial arts news, the International Mixed Martial Arts Federation Africa Championships got underway in Johannesburg with Zimbabwe's Louis Mataya dominating the ring as he managed to defeat Alistair Kunene of the host nation. Zimbabwe's sole representative at the event will face Namibian Geraldo Bock in tomorrow's lightweight semi-finals after Bock beat Mauritius Wiedemann Kenny. Cross my heart, hope to die. The hits. This is where hit music lives. Z. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. All right, we're talking uh, the uh, Super Rugby Pacific now. Now, the Blues survived a late fight back from the Western Force to claim a 22-18 win at HBF Park this afternoon. The visitors looked like they were going to cruise away uh, with the game as they took a 22-8 lead into the break. However, the Force refused to give up and found a way back into the game with tries uh, to Jeremy Thrush and Bo Abrao and uh, Western Force, you got to say, uh, Mike, they certainly impressed with that second half fight back. And uh, time, I say time, but they had an opportunity to actually win it outright. But that Blues stoic defense was able to see them over the line. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think uh, this game here, a lot of people have been surprised uh, by the Western Force uh, because uh, uh, the Blues were expected to run away with this one. Uh, so uh, it's credit to the Australian sides that they are able to put in a shift uh, and uh, run the New Zealand sides close in this manner. Uh, keeps a lot of interest and of course it'll keep uh, the uh, Western Force themselves believing that you know what when they come up against the Highlanders when they come up against the Chiefs uh, they may be able to sneak a result because in this game the Blues didn't exactly play their best rugby but like all good sides do or invariably do they get over the finish line they know how to win and the Blues themselves will be taking a look at some of the positives uh, from this game and one of them being the return of Akira Yowane uh, into of course uh, the pack uh, and we know how uh, he is able to uh, contribute not just defensively but also with his dynamism in attack with ball in hand yeah certainly and uh, just talking about that late fight back uh, right at the end with time long expired the host had one final chance to attack uh, putting together 26 phases on the Blues goal line uh, in the end the ladder leaders found a way to cause the turnover and secure the win 26 phases that is uh, the mark of a team that certainly wanted to secure a win uh, but like Mike is saying uh, when you have the ch- championship mentality, the championship credentials, you find a way. And the Blues did. Yeah, the Blues absolutely did. And I think that they needed to um, hang on in that second half. I think when you're taking a look at their entire performance, there were phases in which I think they're going to look back and possibly not be ha- entirely happy with their performance there. They allowed um, the Western Force back into the game, but managing to hold.
build on and get the win, I think is absolutely impressive from the players. Now, earlier, Ta- Taniela uh, Tupo limped off with a calf injury uh, and the Queensland Reds' horror record against New Zealand Super Rugby rivals worsened in a frustrating loss uh, to the Chiefs. The Chiefs won 27-25 to at Suncorp Stadium. That means that the standings are going into this weekend's fixtures. Uh, look like this. The Blues are on top, having played 10 games, of course, 14 points. Brumbies are in second uh, with 35 points game less. Uh, Crusaders, uh, nine games played, 33 points. And fourth, uh, the Chiefs occupy that spot with 32 points. Uh, Super Rugby Pacific weekend fixtures look like this. Fiji and Drua uh, take on uh, the Highlanders, while Waratahs take on the Crusaders. The Rebels will be taking on Moana Pacific, while the Brumbies host the Hurricanes. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. All right, now IPL cricket news. Uh, Delhi Capitals uh, skipper Rishabh Pant has been blasted on Twitter for not completing Kuldeep Kul Yadav's uh, full quota against Kolkata Knight Riders despite Capitals uh, registering a four-wicket victory at the Wankhede Stadium in Mumbai last night. Uh, spinner Yadav was once again central to Delhi Capitals' win, uh, taking four wickets and giving away just 14 runs. Uh, and him not bowling his full quota of four overs left online critics, including former England skipper Michael Vaughan baffled this year from Delhi Capitals captain Rishabh Pant who explained his decision. So I was thinking that I'm going to give him over from this end but we talked about then again we thought we're going to give one he's going to get the over from the other end again and the ball was getting little wet little yeah. wet because of that so we thought it's better to give fast bowler. I stopped him because I wanted to give a little bit change in the pace of the match. So that's why I got the fast bowler in. But that surely didn't work in our favor, but it's part and parcel of the game. And uh, part and parcel of the game, but he's gotten uh, a world of abuse online, hasn't he, Mike? <laughs> in terms of Twitter. Uh, and... Uh, do you think deservedly so? No, I don't think so. I, I think it's a load of rubbish. Baloney from uh, all these guys that are criticizing him. Uh, I think... Uh, he won the match. <laughs> uh, he won the match. Uh, and uh, they won the match quite comfortably. Yeah. Uh, if this was a case where uh, the Delhi Capitals had lost the game, or if they'd been run very close, then uh, you'd have to take a look at the decision-making process. Uh, it's the same thing. It's almost like asking, hey, uh, we had a striker who scored three goals. Why didn't we give him a penalty to score a fourth? Uh, to be honest, there's no guarantee that he's going to score the fourth penalty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, the fourth uh, via the penalty. Uh, for me, uh, it's always about the team. The team comes first. The result is the most important thing. Did his captaincy lead to the team registering a victory on the night? It did, mm. because he made the right decisions over a period of 20 overs. Not just in a moment. Not just in a moment. We are taking a look at an isolated, uh, isolated moment here. Yes, yeah. And then we want to judge his captaincy based on that. Yeah. But we've got to take a look at the decisions he made over 20 overs. Did he make the right decisions? And the result yes, says did. yes. And the result says yes. Yeah, simple. Uh, and uh, listen, the, 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 the upshot of the result uh, is positive for the Delhi Capitals so this abuse and, and uh, criticism is unwarranted. Yeah it's a little bit extra because now they've climbed into 6th position on the table they tied on 8 points uh, with Punjab Kings who are in 7th due to an inferior run rate and for KKR it's literally just 1st straight defeat now they're in danger of missing out on the playoffs they've played 9 matches and they've only got 6 points out of that so I think for Delhi Capitals definitely a win in the bag that they needed and they secured that 6th place. It's all needed indeed. We told you 
earlier uh, in the week. Gujarat Titans are leading the standings. That hasn't changed. In second, Rajasthan Royals on 12 points. Of course, uh, the Titans are sitting on 14 points. Uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad are in fourth. And Lucknow Super Giants are in fourth position, uh, sitting on 10 points, which is equal uh, with Sunrisers Hyderabad, who are in third with, an, with a superior uh, run rate. Mike, I just wanted uh, your comment very quickly. You spoke about the new uh, franchises, the Titans, uh, the Lucknow Super Giants. Uh, they've come into the IPL. They they bought wisely. They they built strong teams, and it's 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 uh, rewarding for them because they they're right there in the playoff position. Yeah, absolutely. And I would love to see. Uh, you know what? I, I said absolutely. So I want to read this message here that's come through. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I, I sure, just remember sure. when, I, when I said absolutely. Okay. Uh, and uh, you don't tell us your name. As I do ten press ups every time the word absolutely is uttered on your. <laughs> that's from all of us. We absolutely love that. We absolutely love it. Well, you that's know, another 20. That's another 20. Or another 30. But um, what I do love, Barry, is that it shakes up the IPL as we know it. We know that yeah. in the business end, we are always seeing the Chennai Super Kings. Yeah, they're yeah. thereabouts. We're KKR. always seeing the Mumbai Indians mm. and KKR. Now, if you take a look at the IPL standings, you've got Gujarat Titans at the top. They are all but guaranteed passage into the knockout phase. Right. Rajasthan Royals are there. Mm. You've got the Sunrisers, Hyderabad. They are there. Lucknow Super Giants are there. And the Royal Challengers, Bangalore, are there, thereabouts. So, I love the way that uh, the competition is going and it's been freshened up by those two new franchises who invested very well bought very well mm. and have got a decent balance in their teams that's allowing them to get the results that they're getting. I mean, the Gujarat Lions, four wins out of their last five matches. Yeah. And you take a look at Lucknow Super Giants, yes, it's been patchy, three wins out of the last five, but they're doing enough to keep the Royal Challengers Bangalore out of the top four at the moment. So yeah. it's good going for the two new sides. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, like you quite rightly point out, I love what you said, it freshens up the IPL and sorely needs at freshening up because uh, it was becoming a little bit predictable. I mean, uh, if you if you weren't a, a, a Mumbai Indians uh, fan, a, a Chennai Super Kings mm. fan, uh, you, you had nothing to look forward to. You're literally like a what Wolves fan. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Michael. Your IPO. <laughs> Ten more. <laughs> Your IPO weekend matches look like this: Gujarat Titans versus the Bangalore uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore. Um, the Rajasthan Royals will be taking on the Mumbai Indians. Delhi Capitals will take on the Lucknow Super Giants. While Sunrisers Hyderabad uh, take on Chennai Super uh, Fun fact, Lucknow Super Giants, of course, coached by local boy Andy Flower. Uh, so he's going great guns. Sunrisers Hyderabad will be taking on Chennai Super Kings, while the Kolkata Knight Riders will be taking on Rajasthan Royals. Let's take you around the world in 60, and then it's time for our play of the day. Hi, this is Benjamin Luck. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We're serving off in Spain where former world number one Simona Halep feels like she has the fire back as she enjoyed a winning debut with her new coach, Parik Patrick Moratoglu, easing to a 6-2-6-3 success over China's Zhang Shui in Madrid. Two-time Grand Slam champion was on the verge of retirement after an injury-plagued 2021 season. Her decision to team up with Moratoglu has helped her find the spark she was missing. Halep is feeling motivated ahead of a blockbuster second-round clash with world number two 
Paul, Paula Badosa. We'll head over to Mexico where John Rahm holds a share of the lead after a low-scoring opening round at the Mexico Open where England's Aaron Rye was also impressed. Also impressed. Rahm made an eagle and five birdies on his way to an opening round 64, 64 at Vedanta Velata leaving world number two as one of the six players sharing top spots. Jonathan Bird, Brendan Todd, Trey Mullinax, Kurt Katiyama and Monday qualifier Bryson Nimmer also reached the seven under. Action at the Mexico Open continues throughout the weekend. And we'll touch down in the United States where Joel Embiid scored 33 points and made 10 rebounds as the Philadelphia 76ers beat the Toronto Raptors to win their playoff series 4-2. Elsewhere, Chris Paul scored 33 points and became the first player in playoff history to go 14 of 14 on shots as the Suns secured a 4-2 win. The Suns will face the Dallas Mavericks in the Western Conference semifinals after the Mavericks' victory over the Utah Jazz. Round one of the NBA playoffs will continue this weekend with the Memphis Grizzlies going up against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Keep us in your timelines. You don't want to miss it. Take a picture of me. See it. Share it. Touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. Uh, got something to say? Well, this is your turn. Let's hear from you. And you know the number 0731 That's 731 I'll start off with a question here uh, that's been sent to us, guys. And uh, Barry, it says, what's the difference between the Europa League and the Europa Conference League? And when did the Europa Conference start? Uh, the Conference League, the answer, the last one first. Uh, the Conference League started this season. Uh, this is the first edition of the Conference League. The difference is that basically, uh, take it as a ladder. The the top tier of uh, European football is the Champions League. Then comes uh, the Europa League. And the third level is the Conference League. So, uh, uh, Anzani Mourinho is fighting for the... Uh, proverbial bronze yeah. medal, as it yeah. were. Yeah, I think the Conference League is like for teams that finish uh, about number seven, number seven, eight, yeah, eight thereabouts. Exactly, uh, then yeah. you qualify for the Conference League. 100%. So five uh, and if, six go into Europa. Yeah, yeah, five and six go into Europa, and then uh, number seven will qualify for the Conference League. So mm. it's uh, on the least a list of uh, prestige. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least. It's just like playing yeah, in Europe. I was thinking, I so that's when I enjoy playing in Europe. <laughs> yeah, third division. Yeah, Stan Pabuhera. Good evening, Stan. You say the guy who said absolutely nicely was former South Africa president Musholozi. Yes. Jacob Zuma. <laughs> Jacob Zuma. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he mastered it. Uh, he knew he exactly what to say. Anzi, Vakumaneve Boso. Anzi, Vakunabutkuvadza, ne Corona. The only safe way to ensure safety is isolation and testing. Well, they, they have confirmed, Chris, that uh, yeah. they have tested and they are, of course, tested regularly. Yes. Uh, and they do have a medical team. It's not like they're just thinking, oh, you know what, could be a flu, might not be corona. Let's carry on. Yeah, let's carry on. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we have to give credit where credit is due. I think the teams pretty much across the Premier League, Division 1 as well, teams are consistently tested and the medical staff has been doing a good job of tracking those infections and ensuring that players who are infected don't play. And I, I don't think we've had many cases um, since the advent of that consistent uh, testing, as it were. So it's definitely safe for them. They have been tested. It is literally... 
flu still happens. We have COVID. Yeah. But people can still yeah. get a flu. Yeah, yeah and, and that's the thing, isn't it? Now you sort of like get a flu, a regular flu, and yes. everyone is thinking, mm, COVID. 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 There is a flu, okay? Yeah, so, yeah, and, I, and again, I, I truly believe that it's related to the tear gas that was, that was uh, uh, thrown at, at Mandela. Wow. Here's why. Mm-hmm. It affects your sinuses and whatnot. You, can't, you, you don't just bounce back from that. So I suspect that there is a correlation. A correlation the there. Yeah. All right. We'd love to hear from a medical doctor. If it's a medical doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, very shut up. Basically. This is your time to shine. Send us, a, send us a message and we want to hear from we want to we, we want to know whether Barry Manad has been moonlighting as a doctor uh, in his spare time. Right. Another word here. Addiction watch, guys. Uh, actually is another word that's very common in you guys. Sure you know who says that often. Actually, 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 isn't it? Isn't Listen, it Alice? Somebody saying it's me. It's Alice. Alice. Actually, <laughs> actually, I like that. Uh, Do miss, I though? And we spoke about it. Uh, we yeah, we yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anzi, when we talk about Zim sports success stories, we need to mention. Pomi Mbangwa, Pamela Lombangwa. And no doubt, I think uh, when you take a look at um, uh, the media space uh, and uh, the work that he's done, uh, you know, out in South Africa as a cricket commentator, uh, rising through the ranks, I mean, he's had to earn it, Barry, uh, coming in uh, an initially skeptical audience at Supersport who were thinking, listen, uh, who's this kid, first of all, who's out of Zimbabwe? Uh, Didn't exactly have a sterling career. Number three, he was black, uh, going into a very white dominated space yeah. uh, and he's really uh, earned his stripes as it were and he's one of the most recognizable voices now not just on the continent but in world cricket yeah uh, and if you want to know how successful he's been ask yourself what cricket competition tournament event hasn't he commentated he's done everything he's done world cups he's done he's done uh, uh, everything that you can imagine big test series uh, between South Africa and Australia South Africa and, and England uh, he's been the IPL he's done it all so I think certainly that's uh, one of our success stories uh, in the media space and converting from player to broadcaster Gary in Sunningdale good evening Gary you say guys I don't understand what all the noise is about at Manchester United over substandard players according to the likes of Roy Keane Fergie did amazing things with ordinary players which I believe is the mark of a great coach doing amazing things with ordinary players now ah. I, I understand what he's talking about but but we also need to myth bust yeah. because yeah. Uh, they, they yeah. this belief that oh you know what uh, he was doing great things with ordinary players yes there were one or two ordinary Those players, ordinary players. Uh, in yeah. the squad if you take a look at John O'Shea yeah. I don't think he was the greatest Darren Fletcher yeah. wasn't yes. the greatest Luke Chadwick wasn't the greatest yeah. but they were playing with <laughs> Ryan Giggs, yes. Paul Scholes, mm, yeah. David, David Beckham, Beckham, Andy Cole, Rio Ferdinand, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes, they were the PUBG's from PUBG's PTC. It's always about getting the balance right, isn't it, Chris? Because yeah. if you take a look like at Liverpool, uh, yes, people say, oh, Jordan Henderson is rather ordinary. But who's around Jordan Henderson mm, in that mm, team mm. are really good players. Yeah, so what you, what you need is like what you said, you need that good balance of those absolutely exceptional players. And you need balance, I think, with some players who just do some hard graft. And when you take a look at a side like Liverpool, I hate that I'm saying that. Yeah. <laughs> when you take say, a look at it louder, louder for the people in the back. Louder when you take a look back. at a side like Liverpool, I think <laughs> that's where you have that kind of a balance where in as much as you have your bright shining superstars, who, by the way, were not necessarily 
necessarily that way when when they got to the club there's been a lot of coaching that's happened and we've seen players actually improve which is what we want to see for teams hey, nice talking about liverpool club jeff has weighed in he says the best coach in the world uh, signed the contract special thanks to ula his wife apparently she loves it on merseyside yeah. she wants to stay on merseyside yeah. uh, and i remember john barnes when he came to zimbabwe he mentioned that about merseyside he said You're that <laughs> A lot of guys who come in and play football for Liverpool, invariably, they stay on Merseyside. Sure. Even if the Spaniards, Italians, yeah, they, they, they come back and they actually stay in Liverpool yeah. beyond their careers. Beyond their careers. Uh, Rafa Benitez, I think, is one who, mm. who stays on Merseyside. And yep. there's so many guys. And it looks like Ula is always enjoying life on Merseyside. 100%. Apparently, it's a it's a magical city. Uh, I haven't been. I haven't had the pleasure. You have. Uh, and uh, it, listen, very musical city, very friendly people. Uh, the people from Liverpool I've met uh, in the UK certainly I, I, can, attest to, class, I can attest to the people. fact that they are very friendly there's no there's no bones about ah oh, you're from they'll, they'll actually love it that you're from Africa and all sorts so uh, very uh, hospitable city so I think uh, Ula is certainly enjoying her time there and long may it remain because Klopp has done a job at Liverpool okay one more message here hi guys I passed by Rufaro yesterday and there seems to be a painting job going on who's behind it Who and then uh, CR7 is just like LeBron. Consistent good numbers but underperforming teams. I am Jonathan Green. I'm not even going to touch that one <laughs> because <laughs> then I'll be called the Ronaldo hater. But yes, he's got the numbers to show. Does a job for the teams that he's in. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams, the big players, the beautiful game on ZFM Sport. Well, there was action in the English Premier League last night. Big game out at Old Trafford and the result was a one-all draw between United and Chelsea. Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel says his side were very strong during that game and they should have won the match. But the result meaning that United can only now equal their worst ever points total in the Premier League era of 64 as they are on 55 points with three games remaining. This season, Alois, has been an unmitigated disaster. Where did it go wrong for you? When we, you look back uh, at the last nine months, where did it go wrong for you? Uh, I think I think when uh, when people started uh, doubting and shouting for Ole to go, that was the beginning. You know, confidence fell, fans were not confident. You know, I always say that when fans, the club and the players are detached, it's very difficult to actually uh, get success. There are times when a, a team that is average, that is not really good, but when everything is together, the fans, the club, everybody is pulling in one direction, you can actually achieve something. But Manchester United was fragmented and at that particular time. And it was, it was, it was inevitable yeah. that things were yes. going to go south. Well, yes. you know, talking about, you know, unity of purpose yeah. on and off the field, there's one side that, that's really captured that spirit and it's Newcastle United. Yes, you they see what I mean. fighting relegation uh, just at the end of last year and here they are in the top 10 of the Premier League. They play host to title chasing Liverpool at St. James's Park in tomorrow's lunchtime kickoff. Let's get the pre-match thoughts of both managers starting with the Magpies, Eddie Howe and then Liverpool's Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, I think Liverpool, Manchester City are the two, the two tests of the league table. Tells you that 
um, they give you the, the biggest examination. So it's a, yeah, our home form has been excellent. Um, the atmosphere, the the feel around the ground has been absolutely brilliant to be a part of. And I anticipate the atmosphere tomorrow will be electric at the start of the game. Now we have to feed off that and try and use that to, to galvanise us against, as I say, a world-class team. So when our analyse meeting starts, and I obviously the, the last, well, I'm not sure, 10, 12 results, and it was green is when you win and red is when you lost. It's like green, 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 then red, 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 and then again a lot of green. So they're obviously in a really good moment. Um, and Eddie has a, plays a massive part in it. Um, they signed uh, <laughs> they signed one of our analysts, that's for sure a big part as well. Um, I have to say. <laughs> um, Mark, if you see this, yeah, we'll play a completely different team. So um, it, it's really it's really good to see what but um, little changes can 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 um, can make and um, yeah it will be a difficult one for us, huh? It'll be tempting to talk about Liverpool, to talk about Jurgen Klopp, the new contract that he signed, Liverpool going for the title, but I think it'll be doing a disservice uh, to the job that Eddie Howe has done on Tyneside. Chris, what a phenomenal job Mm. he's done. A lot of people doubted him and said he was not the right guy to lead the Saudi takeover, but (laughs) he has put his hand up in a big way because if you take a look at the stats since the new year, Newcastle United have won more points than Man City. Only Liverpool has won more points than them. And when you take a look at just the amount of work that has been put in, when you take a look at those results, they're really showing up that really effective uh, spending in the January window. And then you take a look at his coaching staff, the amount of work that they've done um, also, the analyst who's being spoken about has been <laughs> nicked from Liverpool. Nicked from Liverpool. <laughs> they saw a function that they needed and they needed a really good one. They nicked him. And also, it's just the level of optimism that is now around the Newcastle camp. I think it's absolutely infectious and it just it goes around from the fans to the coaches to the players themselves and on and on they will march and uh, that uh, optimism of course a result uh, of a four game winning streak uh, which is exactly what the doctor ordered Barry uh, for the Magpies and one of the things that Liverpool have to do in this game is get on top of the situation early and then silence the crowd because we all know how fanatical the fans can be on Tyneside. Absolutely, and that that's yeah, another absolutely. Uh, the, 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 that's, <laughs> that, that's what the doctor is ordering uh, for Liverpool. Let's be honest, guys. Uh, Newcastle was never a bad side in terms of the squad composition. They always had the good players. It was a question of getting the best out of those players. We saw Eddie Howe try and move Joe Linton into, into uh, midfield and it worked a charm. We saw him work harder. Things, little tweaks like that have changed the way the Newcastle plays. They are willing to graft, but also they play a bit. So Liverpool has got a job to do. This this, uh, analyst is giving me a a, a few nerves uh, Mm. because he knows exactly how Liverpool plays. Uh, But I suspect that with the motivation of carrying on going, the momentum that Liverpool uh, has, Eddie Howe has got probably his most formidable test of the season. Absolutely. And uh, last time, uh, Alois, uh, I think Liverpool were comfortably uh, the better side uh, versus Newcastle. Castle. Uh, but if you take a look at the way these Newcastle players have been playing, do you think that uh, part of the motivation has been the fact that they, they're almost playing for their futures? Uh, because they know that yeah. this coming transfer window, there's going to be some big spending, 
by the Saudi owners. They're going to bring in more talent uh, to Newcastle. And so a lot of these players are trying to show the coach and the owners that, you know what, I want to be a part of this project. I want to be part of this Newcastle United team that's going to be a formidable side in a couple of seasons' time. Yeah, uh, Mike, uh, you're very right, Papo, because when you look at the teams like Manchester City, that's what happened. You look at Chelsea, that's exactly what happened. And when the, the, the new owners arrived, these guys were like uh, uh, asked, sent on an assignment to serve the team for yeah. now yeah. so that we can restart properly yes. next year. Properly means buying players. Uh, yes. Because they, they put a lot of money. There's a lot of money that is being poured into, into Newcastle and they know that a lot of the players are going to be going away. Uh, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. So they are playing for their lives there. They know that if they stay, they are in the sugar and the honey. <laughs> Well, let's give you the Premier League weekend fixtures. Ashton Villa versus Norwich. That game, of course, will be in Birmingham in the Midlands. Southampton versus Crystal Palace. Watford versus Burnley. Brighton travel to Wolves. Whilst Leeds entertain Manchester City at Elan Road. Everton will play the Blues. Chelsea at Goodison Park on Merseyside. Whilst in London, it's Tottenham versus Leicester. West Ham will take on Arsenal in a London derby. Whilst Manchester United welcome a plucky Brentford to Old Trafford. And then, of course, it's Newcastle United hosting Liverpool at St. James's Park. Let's go over to Spain, where Real Madrid are on the cusp of winning the title. The league that makes football all so beautiful, where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day. Where the game is played with a smile, and Luis Suarez adds some bite. Suarez! Oh, superb! Two goals in barely a minute. All the news from the Spanish La Liga on ZFM Sport. The major games in Spain this weekend. Sevilla will be playing Cadiz, whilst Athletic Club welcome Atletico Madrid, who I'm sure by now we can call the outgoing champions. Barcelona versus Mallorca at the Camp Nou, whilst, of course, the game that everyone will be taking a look at, Chris, is Real Madrid, who will be playing Espanyol with the opportunity of winning the La Liga title with four matches to spare. They need a point, and with the form that Benzema is, in, listen, uh, this one I think it's possible, it's gonna happen. It's yeah, gonna happen. It's definitely, I think, more likely than not going to happen. I think this is like a 95% chance gonna happen. And um, when you take a look at the form that Benzema's in, like you mentioned, Benzema, I think, has been scoring very consistently. And when you take a look at that kind of scoring pace, he's likely to come into this game very motivated to want to grab that silverware and he's going to be scoring big. And of course, a point against Espanyol on Sunday will be enough for Madrid to be confirmed as Spanish champions for the 35th time in their history and to allow them to enter the final four matches of the season without any pressure. The Nerazzurri, the Black and Blues, Inter Milan. Barella, and of all the people, of all the people, Arturo Vidal. The Giallorossi, the Yellow and Reds, AS Roma. Pedro, he'll have a go. Oh, it's oh. scores! Sensational goal from Pedro. 
as Roma double their lead in the derby. La Viola, the purple ones, Fiorentina. Great support play, wonderful goal, and Castrovilli two in two for him. What a fine breakaway goal from Fiorentina. The Bianconeri, the black and whites, Juventus. Ronaldo seals yet another three points for Juventus. Tough yet colourful, the best of Italian football on Z. One man who's definitely smiling in the studio is Alois Bungira because Milan are just four matches away from reclaiming the glory in Italy. They host Fiorentina on Sunday knowing that the destiny of the Scudetto is in their hands. And this after Internationale lost in midweek, handing the initiative to Milan. And uh, you've got to say with four matches, Alois, and uh, just four matches to left now uh, in Serie A, if they win their remaining matches, uh, Milan, they will be champions. And of course, it all starts this coming weekend, of course, in that game that they are playing. And uh, and, and they need three points. They basically just need to win all their games yeah. and make sure that they keep Inter at bay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they, they need they need to do that because now the it's in their hands. You know, they need to just keep on going, you know, but they shouldn't panic, you know, because this is a team that has come a long way. You know, they were in the third rounds for some time now and for them to actually be fighting for the championship is actually a good thing, never mind winning it. So now they are on top of the log. They don't need to panic. They just need to win their game. I still believe that they need to win three out of the four. Mm. I don't I don't see Inter Milan winning all their matches as well. Well, let's take so. a look at the games. Inter has got, they got Sampdoria, they've got Cagliari. These are winnable games. They've also got uh, Empoli. Uh, that's a Pressure. winnable game. Those and Udinese. That's a game. And if you take a look at Milan, this is sort of like their their hardest game, Barry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if they win this one, they are almost over the line. You know, there's no telling what will happen, but they've got Verona, uh, who they will play. Uh, and that should be a winnable game, I think, uh, for uh, Milan. Uh, they are also, of course, uh, going to play uh, Atalanta. That's a toughie. Mm. Now, that, that, now that's, that can be a banana skin. Mm. Yeah, that can be a banana skin. And then they'll play Sassuolo as well. Yeah, so uh, I think uh, in terms of the run-in, Milan probably has uh, the, the tougher run-in. Uh, but this is where now, uh, yes, they, they, they made their squad a lot younger. Uh, but this is where the hunger and the exuberance has got to come through. The likes of the Rafael Leaos, uh, the Sandro Tonalis uh, have got to really put their hand up and uh, show what they're made of. And then coupled uh, with the likes of Olivia Giroud uh, providing goals up front with uh, Ibra uh, also uh, chipping in. Uh, they've got to all galvanize and, and rally around this opportunity that yeah. has come up. Now they're in the 11th year, guys, without a title. So yeah. they've got to do it now. Yeah, they've got to do it now. And uh, Chris, just a, a quick one on Juventus here. They're in fourth place and um, they know that if they win this weekend, Roma cannot catch up yeah, uh, in the last three games of the season. They would have secured Champions League football. Uh, and I think if you take a look at where Juve was earlier yeah. on in the season uh, and what they had to deal with, this is a phenomenal achievement by Allegri. Yeah, they've clawed back quite significantly. I think at one point we e- we had kind of looked at the stats and said, you know what, L- likelihood is that Juventus is not going to be playing in the Champions League. They might be playing conference league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they managed to claw their way 
back and get into those Champions League spots and they need to just pull everything together for this final game and just ensure that they're in that spot. And of course, uh, Juventus will be playing Venezia. Inter are at away at Udinese while Jose Mourinho will be hosting Bologna in the capital. In Germany, just a quick run through. The key fixtures are by Munich, of course, uh, champions, uh, already crowned champions. Uh, they are away at Mainz. Borussia Dortmund will play Bochum. Bayer Leverkusen will play Eintracht Frankfurt at Borussia Mönchengladbach will take on RB Leipzig in the pick of the fixtures. Over in France, it's Strasbourg taking on PSG, Marseille versus Lyon and Lorient will be taking on Reims. Have a great weekend, Zimbabwe. May God richly bless you. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. And Andy, out. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that the arrogance can think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Muddled and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.